Welcome to Art Life Conversations, where we talk about all things art life, from the struggles and the wins along the way, to making art, learning, and art history, to talks on business, career, and selling art. No matter where you are on your art journey, here you'll find inspiration, encouragement, and motivation as Kelly shares the real life of a working artist. And now, your host, Kelly Folsom. Hello, my art friends. Hi, artists. Welcome back. So today's subject is on stop pricing your artwork on these three things. And we all know how figuring out how to price our work can be super tricky um, and sometimes very anxiety-ridden and very confusing, right? Because for some reason, as humans, we get very hung up around the money thing. I have made these same mistakes around pricing my artwork, and I understand what a psychological battle it can be, right, to price our artwork. So um, I want to help you with that today. Do not price your artwork based on these three things. Number one is kind of a simpler one, pricing your work based on the cost of your materials. Or you could also say the amount of time. So either pricing based on the time spent on that painting or the cost of your materials. Um, One of the artists in particular had shared in the group that she was given the advice to um, price her artwork uh, like four times greater than the cost of her materials. What? (laughs) What is happening? What is going on? No, this is such, such bad advice, such a bad formula. I hope if any of you are doing that right now that you toss that uh, formula out the window, please. And the reason why is I really want you to, um, you know, think about it. Like, can you feel that if you price your artwork like that, um, that you are going to be severely limiting your financial, your ability to, your ability to be financially um, successful and to grow financially if you stick with that formula. Um, and then if you're basing the price of your paintings based on time, um, that's another, you know, faulty way to price because, you know, what if you are, you know, you've gotten so good at your skill set and you can actually work faster and you complete paintings faster? Um, are you going to price your paintings less? Like the amount of time? No, you're not. You're not. Or you shouldn't be. <laughs> so the amount of time that you are investing into a painting has nothing, zero, has zero to do with the actual value of that painting. Okay. So I really want, I'm going to say that again. The amount of time or money, cost of goods that you invest into a painting has nothing to do with the value of your painting. 
Nobody cares how much time you're investing. Nobody cares if you invest eight hours or if you invest 80 hours. They only care, your customers only care about the end result. They only care about the quality and the value of that work of art. And does it fulfill a desire for them? Does it solve a problem for them? Does it fill a need for them in their life? That's what they're paying for. That's what they value. They value what your art brings to their life. You know, how it helps them feel better or uh, makes their home more beautiful. You know, it's all based on what is the desire that's being fulfilled and how much do they value that desire being fulfilled. It has nothing to do with how much time or the cost, your cost of goods, okay? Um, we really have to get away from the idea of trading time for money. Again, this is a very kind of middle class, working class um, mentality where you know you go and you clock in and you get paid by the hour, right? Um, that is not the mentality that we want to have as a solopreneur artist at all. Um, so you want to be pricing based on the value of your work, not by the hour or cost of goods. Okay, number two, and this is really a big, big one, right? And the number two way that you do not want to be pricing your artwork is based on other artists' prices, okay? Um, first of all, can you just stop looking at other artists? <laughs> can you stop... Can you stop making all your decisions based on what everybody else is doing? Please stop it. Please, please, please stop it. Stop looking at other artists for everything. Start, stop comparing yourself to other artists. Make your own decisions. Get your own inner clarity. Listen and feel to your own inner wisdom, your own inner clarity about the value of your artwork. So when I first started out, I thought, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll look... What am I, how am I going to price my work? And I started looking at other artists and how they were pricing, and it was like all over the map, right? And it was really hard to figure out, like, well, why did they price their painting that way? And then how do I, how, do, how does the quality of my art compare to the quality of their art? And so I did this too, where I looked at, okay, well, so such and such artists has been in the field for 20 years, 30 years. They are so renowned, you know, and their price, their price point is at like $30,000, $40,000 for a painting. And then this other person over here who I was studying with, she also has had more experience with than me. And I think, I feel like her work is better than mine, you know, so I need to make sure I price under her as well, you know. And so that's how, when I first started, that's how I, based my decision on my pricing and I was like I'm obviously not as good as them <laughs> it basically is what it boiled down to um because I did not feel as good as them both as both um in the quality of my work and as a person I felt like that they had it all together and I was just a newbie and I was just starting out and my work really isn't that good you know and so I really way underpriced and undercharge for my worth based on my lack of self-worth, really. So do not price your artwork based on other artists' pricing or what other artists think 
uh, your art should be priced on. Um, because here's the deal, like your pricing really needs to be an energetic match for you. You need to feel 1000% worthy of receiving that money. You need to look at that price and be able to own it and know that if you get paid that for that painting, number one, you're going to be overjoyed um, and so grateful to receive that money, but also not feel like you were overpaid, right? Like feel like this was an equal and fair exchange between me and the buyer. So it really has to be an energetic match for both you and the buyer. It really has to be a win-win for both of you. So you can't feel, if you feel resentment after you sell a painting, uh, it's probably because you charge too little for it. Third thing that you uh, want to stop pricing your artwork based on is what you would spend, <laughs> right? What, what you think you can afford or what you um, would spend on something or what you think your buyer can't afford. So, so often we price based on our own our own life, our own reality, our own experience in terms of um, we see that number on our painting and, and um, it's maybe such a big number and because maybe because we have um, some low self-esteem or maybe a lower sense of self-worth, um, we think there is no way in hell anybody is going to pay that for this painting, right? <laughs> Um, and so if you do think that and feel that way, that will probably be your outcome. You know, if you really don't feel that your painting is worth that, then you will raise your prices, but it's the belief underneath that is still um, basically creating your reality. So you're going to keep creating that um, experience for yourself until you're willing and able to overcome those limited beliefs, right, around the money. Like you've created something so beautiful and so valuable that they are going to be gladly and happily, you know, able to pay for, you know, they're not even going to question it. They're not even going to question the amount, you know, they're just like, oh my gosh, I've been waiting to, I've been looking for a painting like this forever and it's going to fit perfectly right here in my home and it just speaks to me and I love it so much and Every time I look at it, it's just like oh, an emotional, soulful massage, a massage to my soul, you know. Um, so we have to really understand that we are not our clients. We are not our uh, collectors and our buyers, right? Like we're we're two different people and they, they have a different kind of life, a different kind of lifestyle, let's say, and they are looking for different things to that will fill those desires, you know, um, for them. So that's the last thing that you know you want to make sure that you are not pricing your art based on that what you can afford. And you also have to be careful about you know projecting your own reality, your own experience into somebody else's because they might they are coming from a totally different place than you. They could also be at a totally different stage in their life where, you know, maybe maybe they're retired or older, they've invested their money well all their life and now, you know, now they have the ability to buy art for the first time, you know, things like that. You have you can't look at your buyers like they are you and like they are having the same experience as you. So I'm going to leave you with that today. The three things that you want to stop pricing your artwork 
based on them, stop pricing your artwork based on those three things. Um, your cost of goods or time investment, other artists' prices, or what you yourself or family or non-art collector peers can or would spend on a painting. So please, 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 all these things are irrelevant to the value of your painting to your art collector. Okay. All right, my friends, I will um, talk to you at the next Art Life Conversations podcast. Be sure to send me an email at info at artlifewithkelly, K-E-L-L-I dot com. Let me know your feedback, your thoughts, your insights from this podcast, and any discussions or topics you'd like me to talk about in the future or questions you would like me to answer in the future. And I'll see you next time. Happy painting. Bye.